what happened in the first moments of humanity's creation on this episode of Inverse. Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and this is how the Bible starts off with. What are the implications for us today, and what does that have to do with young adults living in Earth's last chapter of history? Welcome to Inverse. We are looking at this topic of education and how that impacts us and what, has, what that has to do with life. And in the studio, we have our friends from far and from near and from all colors of the rainbow. And mm. uh, I'm, I'm so excited on this topic of education. education. We want to establish that this topic of education is not about education. It's not about going to school and getting your PhD and becoming all educated. It's about <laughs> salvation. It's about redemption. Mm. And it's looking at the biblical definition of what it means to be educated. So, uh, Jonathan, uh, thanks for being here. And uh, Siku, how's it going? <laughs> and uh, Siku, if you can pray for us, yeah. we'd appreciate okay. that. <laughs> okay, let us pray. Loving Father, we thank you for the opportunity that we have to come to your word. We ask that you would teach us now, um, would give us the Holy Spirit as a gift to aid our understanding so that we may draw from this not just what we ought to do, but power in order to do it as well. We pray these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Uh, Amen. Uh, Jonathan, well, welcome to our show. Uh, let's go to Genesis chapter, Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. And if you can read Jonathan for us, um, verse... Um, where should we start? Let's see. Verse 24 mm-hmm. and to 28, please. Genesis 1, 24. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind, cattle and creeping thing and beast of the earth, each according to its kind. And it was so. And God made the beast of the earth according to its kind, cattle according to its kind, and everything that creeps on the earth according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and of every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. All right. So, uh, Braxton, what's going on here? What's what are some elements that you see in creation that really feed into our that will feed into our topic on on, on education? Well, I think one of the the first things is that God is introduced in Scripture by what He does, mm. which is the fact that He is a Creator, mm-hmm. and so we see that. As we're coming here to the end of the week, we're seeing something that God has been doing the previous six days, which is somehow using his word and able to bring about living things. He's able to shape the world, the atmosphere, the planet. And now we're coming here to the very creation of humanity Mm -hmm. and that God does something unique when he creates men. Everything else he kind of created of its own kind of image and sense. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to the creation of men, God Mm -hmm. looks at himself. Mm. And he says, oh, well, let us make man in our image. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so this understanding of humanity, which is at the root of really true education and redemption, we have to know our creator Mm -hmm. in order to truly know ourselves because we were designed 
to be a reflection of Him. Yeah, we're seeing we're seeing in this entire chapter one, and we all know the days of creation and what's. I mean, we may get mixed up with one day or two because of, <laughs> because sometimes we get so nervous and whatnot. But uh, all the living things mm-hmm. make after themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at least in the New King James, it's the word according to. So you have trees make more trees, grass makes more grass, according to its grass, according Mm -hmm. to its kind. You got, you know, raccoons making more raccoons. You got, you know, eucalyptus leaves making more eucalyptus leaves, uh, trees, I should say. So living things make more, so you don't see the sky making more sky or the earth making more earth or the sun making more suns because these are inanimate objects. But you have living things Mm -hmm. making more after, making more of this kind. So verse 24, as, uh, as someone read for us, you have living creatures. Uh, this is like the pattern, yeah? And this is kind of motif, making more things, making more things, making more things. And in the apex of that, mm-hmm. in verse 26, and then God says, mm-hmm. let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Yep. So question is, what is according to our likeness? Mm-hmm. And then later on, he, I mean, it's, it's rephrased again uh, in verse 27. So God created man in his own, own image. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what is that? This is probably one of the most profound statements uh, in creation account, mm. but also in scripture. Mm. The, the Bible confronts us right from the beginning uh, with the reality that we have been created in the image, in a reflection of who God is. It says that we are similar in appearance, in, in the way we, you know, the, the way we exist um, to God. We are not God, mm. and we're not gods, you know, lowercase. We are <laughs> the image of God. But this is, this is powerful because this speaks, especially in these last days that we're living in, where we are told, you know, we are animals, we have evolved, mm-hmm. yeah. speaks completely against it and says, mm-hmm. no, you are uh, an intentionally, de- and des- intentionally created and desired and loved being, and not just an animal, you are in the image of God. That mm-hmm. means you, you bear resemblance to the Creator, you in, in a kind of sense, though, isn't he making uh, more gods? Not gods in the supernatural sense, or gods in the mm-hmm. poly polytheistic polytheistic sense, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. but he is making little ver. And I don't, I don't know what it is. I mean, but little versions it, of him. Yeah, he calls it. He calls Adam the son, son of God. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, there is a there is a he makes little versions of him because. We are, we are, you know, later on we're told we're ambassadors, we're representatives of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in that sense, we are a, a, a copy, but not a copy. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 a yeah. reflection. We are creations and not the creator yes. in any yes. respect. Okay? I want to say, just in the context of education, just to, to put this contextually, you know, anytime that you're coming to, let's say you're writing a lesson plan, for mm-hmm. instance, or you're trying to teach something, there's the goal of where you're trying to bring someone to, mm-hmm. right? Um, you're teaching them so that they can learn how to multiply or how to add. And there's the ultimate goal that you have in mind. Mm-hmm. And what this is bringing out is the ultimate goal for humanity is that likeness to God, mm-hmm. right? So, so humanity in its fullest expression is like God. It's mm-hmm. not like an ape. It's not like, you know, it, this is where we're headed to. And in reality, the world in a lot of senses doesn't, when we don't have this picture, we're kind of groping in darkness. We don't know what we're aiming for. And so we try to recreate, you know, Einstein, or we try to, Mm -hmm. you know, we're looking for something to aim Mm -hmm. to, to strive to. But the Bible presents God as what we're striving to, which in, in fact becomes this infinite pursuit mm-hmm. of, of, of an ever-increasing growth mm-hmm. in all spheres of our lives because God is eternal, right? right. So this, this presents a path of continual progress yes. 
for any person who accepts this, that I am in the image of God. So my life experience is always drawing closer to who God is, and this is going to be for eternity. But let's, let's tease that out. So, I mean, this is, we've read this so many times, Genesis mm-hmm. 1. We're like, all right, we're made in God's image. And we shouldn't have that reaction, mm-hmm. right? No. I mean, we should kind of pause and be like, we were made wow. in God's <laughs> image. We were made after his likeness. Yes. This was the original destiny, the original blueprint, if you will, the original, this is why humanity was made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we look at humanity now, we are not where where God intended. Mm-hmm. Right. And it, could it be that this whole entire salvation process isn't just so that we go and can go to heaven and live forever and ever, mm-hmm. but at least be restored to that which original purpose that God had intended Exactly. It kind of goes back to our discipleship quarter, uh, discipleship season, where disciples make more disciples. Mm-hmm. We made after after the we made after, after the image the, of God were yes. to make a little bit more other other God imagers thingies, you know, <laughs> yes. children, but now they're not after God's image. I mean, right. they're after the image of Justin and these yeah. horrible mutant, you know, monsters <laughs> jumping around on the bed, especially <laughs> during this corona time and won't let you sleep. I mean, they are not made in God's image, although they're the cutest beings in the universe. Mm. Uh, a little bit of ice of Jesus there. Um, what, what, why, what, what, what's the dissonance uh, when, we, when we come into this verse, mm-hmm. Sebastian? Well, it was going to take us to the place that, you know, where Siku's bridging us to your question about us confronting the reality that humanity is no longer made in the image of yeah. God and that an event took place that ruined that. Mm-hmm. But when you go back to the, the fundamental original call and plan that in living things, right, there is a process of development and growth. And so when Adam was created, he wasn't fully there. Mm-hmm. And so the understanding was that his process of development would be infinite because his, his image is infinite. Mm. Mm-hmm. But then when you fall, right, you're falling far below the starting point of mm-hmm. where God placed you. Mm. Because we find in, in Genesis chapter 5 that the Bible says that when Adam had a son... Well, let's go there. I think that's really good. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's a great... Uh, I thought about going there, but Sebastian, I'm so glad you, when you went there. Uh, Genesis 5 and then verse 1 and then verse 3. Yes. And, and, and Braxton, if you don't mind reading that for sure. us. Sure. It says, This is the book of the genealogy of Adam. In the day that God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. Okay, we, we, we read that before. That's established. Okay, mm-hmm. but something happened. Verse 3, And Adam lived 130 years and begot a son in his own likeness after his image. Okay, mm-hmm. named so we see that likeness and image wording again, but it's not after God, but it's after Adam. 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 So a shift has taken place. And so what we see is that all of a sudden, if Adam was still in the image of God, his son would have been born in God's image. Mm-hmm. But because of the fall of man, because of that sin in Genesis mm-hmm. 3, that image has now been ruined. Mm-hmm. And now no longer does he produce after God's likeness, he produces after his own. Mm-hmm. And therefore the journey of life or any sort of education of any kind is about bridging the gap of being born in the image of my parents, being restored back to the original image of God. Mm-hmm. And whatever education or development plan or program that doesn't fill in that particular gap mm-hmm. is not really reflecting the biblical concept right. of what it means to develop and redeem humanity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. I, you know, I think it's beautiful what you're t- telling us here. And, and as we are talking about education, not just, as we said, not just school, but the, it, the way God uses education to restore us mm-hmm. uh, we see that the, the principles are the same adam as you know before he was he f- was fallen he knew god as his creator but e- even us in a fallen state we are still uh, invited to know god as the creator why because only the creator can make us 
yeah. sons of God again. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it is the, the same principle applies. Uh, Adam was supposed to grow um, in his perfect state, in, in grow in his perfection and in, yes. in, in knowledge and, and so on. And we are to be restored uh, through the same principles of knowing God, of having a connection with Him. So it's just a beautiful, uh, beautiful reality that God has not given up on us. Mm -hmm. He wants to bring us back and He uses the same means. Yes. Uh, knowing Him, having a relationship with Him. And, and then there's dissonance. And when we come back after the break, we're going to look at, there's many young adults who are out there. We're getting our degrees. We're getting educated, educated. And there is a dissonance between the motives of which their degree points to and which Genesis uh, chapter 1 points to. Stay with us after the break. Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments, or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. While there, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is Inverse Bible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion. There are different motives to get uh, educational degrees, and we want to just establish we are all uh, getting, we're all educated to a certain degree. We're not blasting the concept of education. Mm -hmm. This is good. There, there is secular education. But when it comes to godly, biblical, spiritual education, the, the, we're, we're really emphasizing Genesis chapter 1 because God is infinite. He has created human beings to reflect this infinity, mm -hmm. and our purpose was to reflect this infinity for infinity. I mean, <laughs> yes. it's just, it's just, you kind of go in like, like doodles, <laughs> like, <"Whoa." laughs> you just do this for a while. Yes. And then at the same time, you have other people and, and, and in the many young adults, we get our degrees. Mm -hmm. Why do we get our degrees? To get a job, to get rich, to, to, to become powerful in society, to dominate the other, to raise the status of the individual, the family, your culture, and to conquer. And how does that intersect with mm -hmm. biblical education? Mm -hmm. Here we are to reflect God's character, to know. And this is, this is what we looked at last week, yeah? Episode one mm -hmm. was to know God. Right. Know God in a very intimate character sense. I want to uh, go to, we'll go to Genesis 30, uh, 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 Psalms. Psalms 33. But before, I want to go to Hebrews chapter one, because uh, I just feel inspired to go there right now. Um, Hebrews <laughs> chapter one. Hebrews chapter one, verse one. Mm. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1, the Bible says, God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in times past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these days spoken to us, these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, to whom he also made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. Mm -hmm. And then we, I mean, we can just pick out so many parts there mm -hmm. too. Right. But here we've lost that image of God. It was in us that imago Dei, if you want to go Latin. All these cool words are always in Latin. Yes. We've lost it, but where can we get it? We mm -hmm. get it back in seeing Jesus. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I mean, just to, just to piggyback off of that, um, in John chapter 1. John 1. Oh, yeah. all right. oh she's being inspired too. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's go to John 1. Um, yes. I think just to bring full circle, we've been talking these concepts, but I think this text speaks to it um, mm -hmm. in verse 12. Mm -hmm. um, Jesus, who is the image of God, and then he came to this earth at the beginning of verse 1, uh, I mean chapter 1, and you get to verse 12, it says, but as many as received him, referring to Jesus, to them he gave the right to become children of God, mm -hmm. to those who believe in his name. Like mm -hmm. this was the purpose of Jesus coming, to mm -hmm. reflect 
who God is a real picture of Jesus, of God. Mm -hmm. And as we see him, we're transformed into his likeness, right? And mm -hmm. his whole purpose is to bring us back to what Sebastian was talking about, back, back to that mm -hmm. starting point where for eternity then we can continue to mm -hmm. reflect his image. Mm -hmm. But we've fallen so, uh, you know, all have sinned and fallen short mm -hmm. of the yes. glory of God. And he wants to... And that whole process that. is called education. education. Which, yes. which to me is like, I mean, why, 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 why that word? But mm -hmm. it is. <laughs> uh, that, that knowledge is, is character-based. It's not, you know, how to plug in this and how to engineer this and how to speak this language. And it's not these skill sets, but all that is based on character. I yes. mean, the world, the world valorizes knowledge, mm. but knowledge of things, yes. right? I, I, wanna, I need to know stuff so that, like you're talking about, about dominance, you know, um, so that I can be the greatest. Mm -hmm. But when the Bible speaks of knowledge, it's knowledge of the being, mm -hmm. of, of who God is, mm -hmm. and that knowledge is transformative, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And based on that transformation, that is what gives, you know, whatever position that God has in store for us. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so um, the, the, when in Genesis chapter 1, um, <laughs> I'm going to like, go to it, I think you were going to go. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, but in Genesis chapter 1, um, after he creates Adam and Eve, he makes them in his image after his likeness. Then in verse 28, then God blessed them and said, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion. Mm. Yes. But this dominion, I think the world is looking for dominion and looking for dominance based on knowledge, of, on information, on head knowledge. Mm. Whereas the, no, the, the domination that is given to Adam and Eve is based yes. on a likeness. Yeah. to God on, okay. on a character, right? And um, that's why the world's education differs from what God's goal for education is, is to transform mm -hmm. us into his likeness. And because of who we are, being like him, then we have a certain position that we can occupy responsibly. Mm -hmm. A position, responsibility, mm -hmm. uh, and, and it's all based on character. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but the world bases it on competence, on achievement, mm -hmm. upon... Uh, I mean, this, it, it, if and, I, and we are totally like skipping through the episodes. We're like just, we're doing the whole quarter right now, um, and we gotta kind of kind of stop. We gotta temper ourselves. But really, this this points to a revolution yeah. in thinking. Okay. Yeah. And that revolution is is episode thirteen. So, but anyway, we gotta we gotta <laughs> let, let's 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 go to um, uh, Psalms thirty three. Okay, and we gotta slow down. And um, forgive me, I'm the host, and I should I should be. Be, be temperate, but I'm not, and I'm, I'm, I'm accelerating with you guys. Um, we're looking at, at least in this episode, the ability that, that God creates. Mm -hmm. Yes, He's created us in Genesis yes. one. Amen for that. Mm -hmm. And then there's this other component of creation found in, in Psalms 33, mm -hmm. verse six and nine. And Jonathan, if you can read six and nine for us, sure. Psalm 33. Thank you. It says here, "By the word of the Lord the heavens were made, and all the host of them by the breath of His mouth." Verse nine. For He spoke, and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. Mm -hmm. Okay, and these two verses point to what is the creation motif here? What's mm -hmm. so big about Psalms 33? Well, the, there's two things that are huge about this. The first thing is that God created out of nothing, mm -hmm. right? This idea of ex nihilo, right? We can continue with the Latin mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. trend there. Cool. <laughs> so he's creating out of nothing, which means that God did not need our help right. to exist. Mm -hmm. Right. So he didn't create me with something that I had already brought to the table. Mm. And so this relationship with my creator is a one sided relationship. Right. It's showing complete dependence mm -hmm. and knowing God as a creator is a constant reminder of my own limitation and yet his lack of limitation. And it is the combination of that that develops me. 
but yet it doesn't develop God mm -hmm. because God is in this static state of perfection where he can't be added to. Mm -hmm. He can't be improved. He can't be modified. And yet by coming in contact with this unchangeable reality mm -hmm. that he says, you're supposed to be like me, mm -hmm. that is transformative to myself. Mm -hmm. And the second component here is that God's word has the power to carry out the very things that he's demanding. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine being in a classroom and if I tell you, I need you to multiply, my words as a teacher give you the ability to multiply. So when God comes in the sixth day of creation and he looks at the earth and the first verses we read at the beginning of the episode, bring forth living creatures. Mm -hmm. Like dirt can't bring forth living creatures, mm -hmm. but it does it because its creator has commanded it to do so. Mm -hmm. So this also shows that knowing God as creator automatically builds a direct relationship and an integration of his word in my own personal development and education. Mm -hmm. So to me, those two things jump immediately out of, of Psalm 33 mm -hmm. in terms of knowing God as a creator. Amen, amen, amen. Jonathan. You know, as we are faced with reality, we look in Hebrews, the reality that Jesus, you know, um, is the perfect um, image of God to us. He came to show us what we can become mm -hmm. in character. Mm. Um, we all know that we are not that. Mm. And uh, through the process of God's way of education, he tries to bring us back. And so when it comes to, to that Im image of God, and when it comes to um, the fact that God has created, which is what we're talking about in this episode, like what does that mean for me in this process? This means that God is able to, without me, as you said, bring something to the table. Uh, without that, um, he can speak something into existence that is not there and it's not my work. Mm -hmm. So what do we need? We need salvation. We need to be restored. And this is where I'm reminded, if we can go real quick, to Psalm 51. Oh, Psalm 51? Yeah, okay. verse 10. We're all feeling inspired. Okay. Yes, uh, <laughs> it's a Bible study. Mm -hmm. uh, Psalm 51, verse 10, it says, uh, David is praying and saying, mm -hmm. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Uh, this is, I mean, a beautiful psalm. I wish we had more time on this. But the point here is that J David is using, if we can deviate from the Latin to the, the Hebrew, he's using the word bara, which is the word for create and which indicates something that only God can do. He's saying only you, God, have the ability to speak something into existence that is not there. David is saying my filthy, wicked, sinful heart um, needs to be replaced with a clean heart, something only you can do. So knowing God as my creator um, in, the, in the status that I am in, which is not the image of God, means that I can ask him to make me to, to, to create in me a clean heart, mm -hmm. and he can speak that into existence. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a very powerful and hopeful thought that God has the power to do the impossible for me because he's the creator. And I, I want to I underscore that. He has the ability to mm -hmm. do the impossible for me physically, spiritually, yes. mentally, intellectually. Whatever, whatever those fields are mm -hmm. <laughs> is, is that it is impossible for humanity but possible for God. Yes. Mm -hmm. And any other man-centric or human-centric or anthropocentric or however you want to, <laughs> human-centric, humanistic uh, philosophy is opposite to that. Yes. Okay. Yes. We'll go to Sebastian and then... And, and, uh, I was just going to say that this is such an encouraging reality when you adopt this as a foundation of education mm -hmm. because this lets me know that if I was created to be like God and for mm -hmm. infinite development, why am I thinking that there's certain things I can't do in the world? Mm -hmm. I can't do physics. I can't be an astronaut. I can't be an engineer. Math is too hard. This subject is too hard. And you're like, God is like, I created you for infinite development. Mm -hmm. You think you can't get past a humanly designed course by someone who's not your creator <laughs> mm -hmm. when you're supposed to live up to my level? Mm -hmm. by what I designed. 
So it encourages us to get over any insecurities mm -hmm. or any perceptions about our own limitations when God is like, I created you to be infinite and you're thinking in a finite term. Yeah. Wow. Right? That's like the greatest insult to him. Like, yeah. I made you for so much greater than that. It's funny. Like, God has given us infinity and then we was like, oh, you just need four years. Right. right. And then you get a <laughs> diploma. Now you're educated. And we flaunt around. <laughs> and, you know, I, I include myself in that. We all have these tendencies and we're like, well, I'm educated. And we were like, well, I got four. Well, I have eight years <laughs> and all I got 12 years and you know and, and when it comes to infinity these are just you know peanuts in, 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 peanuts, yeah. peanuts. <laughs> that's what it we're, is we're, 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 we're comparing peanuts with each yeah. other secret <laughs> <laughs> that's funny I, I, now I have two thoughts in my head <laughs> well I mean just to respond to what you're saying though, the first one um, what you were just saying this idea of you know four years or eight years but you find even in the world the more educated you are the more you realize that you don't know much, yes. mm -hmm. right? So by the time you're getting a PhD, you're focusing on a little piece of a little part of a really huge part of a small subject. You know, it's like yep. you, you just get narrower and narrower and narrower in your focus in order to get your PhD. Mm -hmm. So you realize that you know very little about a lot, mm -hmm. you know, that you don't know, right? Mm -hmm. So. Right. Because Even you realize how much is in the little area you're looking at. Right, right, and you're right. You're thinking you could go just as deep in these other subjects. Right. Yeah, I mean, so so really, so the the person who thinks they know the most is the one who is the least educated. Mm. Yes, mm -hmm. in, in most of the time. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, but what I was gonna say um, b before on on uh, what Jonathan was talking about, as foundational to um, the education that God wants to give us, the very first thing why knowing God is created is important, is He starts off with a transformation like yes you have to it's not an improvement on what you have already but it's a complete transformation mm -hmm. mm. that forms the foundation of the beginning of your education experience with God mm -hmm. and that's I mean that's different from you know I want to bring something to the table for God and be like okay I'm, I'm awesome so like just tweak me a little bit and I'll be good to go mm -hmm. but he's like you need a complete overhaul mm. you know and <laughs> and that transformation that what what God does in the life of someone who comes to him mm -hmm. that becomes the very foundation piece for our education our true education yes in God. My reaction to, to all of this is that and our, all, all of our reactions should be we go to God and we say, Lord, I was made. Right. And you know, for many people, that is just a very difficult uh, 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 a, a comment uh, to, to make. Mm -hmm. I was made. And you have to ask yourself, what were you made for? Mm -hmm. And we have to come to the foot of the Creator and mm -hmm. say, Lord, you made me. Mm -hmm. Let me fulfill that purpose of which you made in me. Mm -hmm. Hopefully that's your prayer. I know that's my prayer that's emerging from my heart right now mm -hmm. and from my friends here. God bless you guys. If you want to uh, study more on this topic of education, we really want to encourage you to go to inversebible.org and look at this entire quarter, 13 weeks, on the concept of education. Not education in school. Not education in terms of Ph.D., M.A., B.A., blah, 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 whatever A, but in terms of being educated by God. God bless you. We'll see you here next week on Inverse. You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation with Callie Williams, Israel Ramos, Jonathan Walter, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Dako, and your host, Justin Kim. 
Inverse is brought to you by the Hope Channel, television that changes lives. For this and more inspiring episodes, visit inverse.hopetv.org. Find us on social media, hashtag Inverse Bible. Until next time, this is Inverse.